Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now, here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. Today, we are doing Funding the Dream on a different crowdfunding platform. We're gonna, and, and I've brought somebody in to talk to us about an alternative method of crowdfunding. It's not the all or nothing that Kickstarter and it's not the flex funding that you see over at Indiegogo. It's a whole new model, one that I'm very intrigued by. And it's, um, it's relatively new, about a year old, and they're based out of San Francisco. And so I wanted to have somebody from the company come on and talk and introduce all of us to this new crowdfunding concept that I think you're going to be all interested in. So I'm, my guest is Anthony Privatelli. He's the customer manager's relation, relationship, customer relations manager at Patreon. Man, yeah. I butchered that, didn't I? <laughs> Close enough. Anthony, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So most of my listeners are probably not going to be, most of them, some are, but most of them are not going to be familiar with Patreon. So tell us a little bit about what Patreon is. Perfect. Yeah. So Patreon, we're ongoing crowdfunding for all types of creators and artists. So whether you're a webcomic or a writer or a podcaster or a musician or YouTuber or a blogger, any type of artist basically that's continuing to create content on a regular-ish basis, whether that be every Tuesday or once a week or a couple times a month, you know, this, this platform's meant um, for you to receive, you know, a, a more reliable income, whether that's per piece of content you're releasing or every month. Yeah, the first pro the first Patreon project I backed was with Tiffany Ralph, and she does a regular board game review video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so I pledged a dollar per video, per video, and then I think I capped it at five, I think five dollars a month. So if she does, you know, more than one a week, I doubt she will. But uh, that's that's how it works. So she, if I understand correctly, then she's going to get. You don't ding my credit card every time she does it. You ding my credit. If I understand correctly, the credit card gets dinged at the end of the month. Is that right? Right. So we'll process all credit cards at the at the very end of the month. So um, if if Tiffany is releasing videos, you know, once a once a week, she's doing a per per video uh, campaign. You know, those those charges for you will be pending uh, until you know the thirty first of the month when we when we run all credit cards, um, and then anytime before that. You know, you if if your budget runs tight, you can always edit or delete your pledge because you know Patreon is entirely run off the goodwill off of all the patrons and the fans of all the artists. So um, once you put your credit card information in and your pledges are pending, you know it's up to you if you want to um, you know leave those in there or um, if you wanted to delete those pledges. You know we off we issue refunds if for any reason um, you know you were overcharged. Like I said, this is completely off the goodwill of everyone, so we would never want to overcharge what was initially intended. Right, and that's one of the things uh, you and I had talked about this earlier, and that is, is that you have you can pledge. So, for example, uh, I've I've thought about using it for this podcast, and I've talked to the right. listeners a little bit about it. And that is, every time I come out with an episode of the podcast, if somebody backed me, if my fans went and backed me for a dollar. Mm -hmm. And then they said, but we know that sometimes Richard goes crazy a little bit with too much content. No, it actually never happens. But if I was to go crazy, they can actually say, okay, I'm going to get back it for a dollar, but $10 is the most I want to spend during the month. That is actually built into the system, right? 
Yes. So that is something for the uh, per content basis. So yeah. So if you are doing, if you want to start at a Patreon page and have your patrons support you per podcast, um, every single patron would have the option to set a monthly max. So let's say I wanted to become a $2 patron, um, but I wanted, I didn't want to be charged more than $4 a month. So regardless if you created five podcasts, you know, I would, I would only get charged my monthly max of $4, but I would still be able to see all the podcasts since I'm a $2 patron, just capping my monthly spend at $4. I could see where somebody say, well, that's not fair. But honestly, I mean, I hate it when somebody says that. What's fair here is that you've created a way at Patreon for, I call it serialized artists to start to recognize and be incented to produce more art. Podcast, music, graphic comics, whatever it is. And then a fan who w- just wants more is like, man, just keep giving me more. They can go out there and kind of a little bit of time, right? It's not, it's not like I have to go pledge $100 on a Kickstarter campaign. Instead, I can just say, you know what? I'll give them 10 bucks a month and, and we'll be happy with that. So that's, a, that's kind of a cool model. Right. And you're consuming the, uh, the art, whether it's a podcast or, you know, a music video or whatever the artist creates, but you're consuming that content before you're even ever charged. So whether, I mean, um, compared to Kickstarter, whereas, you know, you're giving the money, you know, on the forefront to an artist trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars, you know, to create a music video and you put your money in, you know, three months before you ever even see the music video. Whereas Patreon, you, you pledge the money, you receive the content and then you're charged at the end of the month. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So and you won't even re- you won't even receive the money until you know you've already pushed out your three or four podcasts for the month, and then you re- and then all your patrons' cards are charged, and then your you know you receive that payment within three to five business days of the following month. You know, and that's interesting because uh, when we talked earlier about Kickstarter, th- you guys don't see yourself really competing with Kickstarter. That this uh, this fits a really different need and model, doesn't it? Yeah, so like we we were discussing this earlier. Um, you know, we've we've told creators, you know, maybe sometimes uh Kickstarter is a better platform depending on what they're trying to do, whereas um, you know, Kickstarter is meant for a one-time big project like a music video or, you know, a book or, you know, a movie, whereas you're trying to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars like most Kickstarter campaigns, you know, most creators turn to that if they want to create an album and they want to raise $300,000, whereas um you turn to Patreon where you want that just reliable income and you want to just continue creating your, your weekly or monthly or daily podcast. And you only need a couple, you know, a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars per podcast. Uh, that'd be nice. A couple thousand dollars per podcast. Okay. <laughs> listeners, now, you know, okay. Y'all got to go band together, but, but you have had some success um, with, for example, this has worked really well for those who create regular YouTube content, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, t- we have over 15,000 creators on our site, you know, ranging from YouTube and just all different verticals, whether they're writers or web comics, like we said, podcasters, YouTubers, um, have all found success in their own using Patreon. You and I talked about the, this is, you guys have been around for, I think you said about eight, nine months, right? Yeah. You're based in San Francisco. And San Francisco. it was interesting that Jack, the founder, um, that he kind of was the first customer, wasn't he? Yeah, so I'd like to just kind of tell everyone how it got started and how Patreon, you know, became what it is today. Basically, um, our CEO Jack Conti is a YouTuber himself. He's half the band, uh, half the band of Pomplamoose. 
and you know very successful musician on YouTube. They their um, their videos would receive millions of views, um, and but his videos would take you know several months to create with the with the filming and the production and and the editing of all the videos, right? And even after receiving you know a couple million views for every video, he would only receive like a couple hundred dollars at the end of the month, and you know that wasn't. He he couldn't he couldn't live off of that. He couldn't keep spending so much time for what he was receiving out of it. So he basically, you know, just you know, reached out to his fans and asked him, asked all his fans. He's like, hey guys, like I really enjoy making these videos, and they take me a lot of time to do. Um, would you guys, you know, mind kicking me a dollar or two dollars for my next video, and, and I'll continue doing this. And from there, that's basically how Patreon started. He was, um, you know, making seven thousand dollars with the, out of like the two thousand patrons that were uh, supporting him. He was making seven thousand dollars per video, and he's like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Like, I'm sure, I'm sure, like every creator, every YouTuber can, uh, you know, can experience this and, and receive this type of love from the fans. Um, and then soon, this is expanded to you know, to web comics and podcasters and writers and now just open to all artists and creators. Yeah. I'm looking on right now, uh, Jack Conte, how do you pronounce his last name? Conte? Jack Conte. Jack Conte, uh, his Patreon project, he's got 1200 patrons and mm -hmm. they're, they've pledged $5,000 per video. And yeah, he's a per video. Yeah, so his his patronage level has actually uh, gone down a little just because he's he's now juggling uh, between uh, being a CEO of a company and being a content creator and pushing out more videos. So, um, so I don't think he's released a video in a while where he's his focus has been you know running Patreon. Um, but yeah, he was he was you know the heart and soul of why we exist. So the reason – so most of my listeners, a large majority of them are board gamers and a large majority of those – or a large majority, but many of them do board game reviews. Mm -hmm. And so just like uh, with uh, Tiffany Ralph with following hers, this is a really natural fit for people to be able to go out and creating board game projects. And even if it's just you know a couple of bucks here and there, it's a way for the fans to really support that. What kind of um, – what kind of so what's it take to go create a patreon account i mean i know i know it's free i know i just go set it up but what's kind of the process there yeah i mean not that much effort at all you just go to patreon.com and you click sign up and you could you can sign up through your facebook account or just through your you know just a normal email address you don't have to have a facebook and then from there you can convert your uh, page to a content creator and then once you click that button uh, to be a content creator you're basically um, thrown into our process of filling out your page. And that's, you know, deciding whether you want to create a monthly campaign compared to a per content uh, campaign. And you can write whatever you want. You could write per video, per game review, per, you know, board game I create. Um, and then from there, you kind of write a description about yourself. You create your rewards and your goals and you set the amount of, of reward level, the different amount of, for your uh, for your goals you want to reach and um, and then there's also a, a Patreon intro video that we want you to create that basically explains what Patreon is and why you're using Patreon. Um, if you've been to the site, you can see complete how completely transparent we want to be with everyone that comes onto your page. We want someone to land on your page and be like, okay, you know, 
Richard has um, a Patreon page because he's creating podcasts and this is why he's doing it. He wants to be able to, you know, he wants to raise a thousand dollars for every podcast because he wants to improve his studio. He wants to buy a new microphone. He wants to be able to bring people onto his podcast and, and fly to different states and, you know, just whatever vision that you have for your podcast or for a game review. And for example, the one uh, Tiffany that I'm following on hers, she's uh, off in Europe right now. And so she's still creating those con- that content. And so it's been kind of fun to be able to just to support her. And Yeah, you kind of go along for the ride. And, you know, depending on where you became a patron, you kind of see how everything develops and you see how everything improves as well. It is. It's kind of a very cool, uh, a very cool way of doing it because you become Kickstarter is very emotional. People become very emotionally attached to the creation of that Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a way to just say, you know what? Every time I hear that uh, music or watch that cool music video, I know that I contributed to the success of that artist continuing to create the content that I enjoy. Yeah. So the patrons, in in a way, become an influence to the content, right? You know, some some of the artists on our site you know, ask for their feedback and we'll do Google Hangouts with their patrons and the patron can give ideas for the next video and, you know, topics of discussion or lyrics. Uh, Tony Luca has asked his fans and, and has had his patrons, you know, write his next lyrical verse for his next song. And I thought that was super cool. So um, it's always interesting to see how the creators, you know, incorporate their patrons into their into their content and, you know, the influence that all the patrons have. Well, I don't know if I have any additional questions at this point. This is, I wanted to, I, Anthony, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to come on and yeah. talk to my fans because I can see this would be a very interesting way, complementary to uh, traditional, I use the term traditional in here, uh, you know, crowdfunding is so new, but a traditional crowdfunding all or nothing Kickstarter type event. This is, this is very complementary to that. Um, uh, very cool. Any p- tips and pieces of advice as we wrap up here of what you would uh, give to somebody looking to start on Patreon? Well, yeah, I think just another another note to hit is just to let all your fans know that you know just because you create a Patreon page, that doesn't mean um, you're, you're basically setting up a paywall. By by no means is Patreon meant to oh, be a good paywall. Good point. Good point. Right? So, like um, podcasters or YouTubers, they're still posting their their videos and their podcasts on, on YouTube or on their, on their private websites. And it's all still for free, but this is basically meant for just the fans that want to support and, and, you know, and, and, and want to be a part of the projects and, and receive those rewards. If, if you even decide to create rewards, um, you know, some creators on our side don't even have, have reward tiers. It's just an open, open page where people are donating. So, I mean, it's not meant to be a paywall at all. It's just something on the side, you know, completely off the goodwill of all your fans. That's a really good point that, um, for example, if I was to do this or, you know, that I'm still creating the content, people can still listen to it on iTunes, they can still download the podcast. This is just a way for those and so many, and I'm talking to you who are listening to me in your car and in your home right now and as you're jogging and Dave, as you're walking by that pole where I always make you laugh, those people, you guys (laughs) – are always asking me how you can help. And I guess this is just one way that you can turn to your fans, Anthony, and just say, here, if you want to help, toss in a couple of bucks a month and the crowd will start to make a huge difference. Exactly. And there's, there's, there's no contract for the creator or for the patron. You know, a creator can decide to stop creating whenever they want. A patron can decide to, you know, cancel their, their patronage whenever they want. It's, it's lives completely on the side of anything, right? 
Cool. Well, people can find it by going to visit Patreon, which is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, right? Did I get that yes, right? Sir. Yep. Yes. Patreon.com. They can go set it up. So um, this is cool because I, it's particularly the board game reviewers that I'm uh, interested in. And also there's some serialized comic people out there. That I think they're going to be really interested in what you guys have set up. How many projects are you getting? I mean, you guys have really started to get some attention. How many projects are you getting signed up? We have about 150 creators, new creators signing up every day. Every day? <laughs> yeah, every day. We're experiencing some some pretty tremendous growth right now. So um, we're just trying to get in contact with as many creators as we can and trying to help out, you know, as many artists and, you know, to encourage them to create more. Well, that, br- that brings up a question then. Uh, payment. Um, is it only credit card? No. So uh, I'm glad you asked, actually. Uh, so creators can receive payment in three, three payment methods. Um, if you're located in the United States, you can receive a check. You can... Uh, receive payment through direct deposit or through PayPal. Um, for international creators, it's, it's all through PayPal. And for, uh, for patrons that want to donate, you can donate through, um, you know, you, you can use your credit card or you can pay and, and support a creator through PayPal as well. So if I want to donate to somebody, I, you can use a credit card or PayPal. But if I want right. to get the money, when I create my project and, and then get the money, you give me direct deposit, check, mm-hmm. which is... Is that like on paper? A paper check? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, right? We're what 2014. We're still just sending paper checks. Wow, and that's just like come in the mail. Wow. Yeah, a, with a stamp yeah. even. So yeah, and then no uh, email receipt. Right. So uh, then, I and mean, then some the, some creators prefer that because it goes to their businesses and and for accounting and tax purposes, it's just a preference to some creators. And then the other one is that actually goes right into your PayPal account. Which, uh, PayPal or direct deposit. That's for inter- only only creators within the United States can, can do that one. Can receive a check or uh, receive direct deposit. So the okay, and so the PayPal would be nice because the money would come in, and then when I sponsored and backed other people, I could just use PayPal and it just go right back out. So we right. get this little economy going, the Patreon economy. Well, Anthony, this <laughs> has been awesome. I certainly appreciate you taking the time. This has been great. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Patreon, a a new crowdfunding platform that's not quite a year old, that's having tremendous success. They're based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Anthony Privatelli has been my uh, guest as we've talked about how to use Patreon to do all those cool serialized creation of art rather than one big all-or-nothing project. Here, as you create art one piece at a time, your patrons reward you for that. And so it's been very interesting. You're probably going to see me experiment with this as a way for so many of you to um, have that opportunity of supporting the show. And uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening. I know you've been inspired. I have always. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.